welcome back to Coffee and a Combo podcast. Uh, this week it's just going to be Jenna and I, no guest episodes, but that's okay. We're going to be talking all about dating culture. And, you know, we decided to do this because a couple episodes back, we were sitting here and we got on a bunny trail because we do those. And we started talking a little bit about dating. And I was like, Jenna, we need to do a whole episode on this. And she's like, yeah, I mean, I've been thinking that forever. So we're going to be talking about dating culture and dive into it. Jenna's going to Jenna's gonna tell you guys what it's like because she is the one that's up I'm in, in it. That, Jenna's the one that's out there I'm in the dating up in world. It. Um, my name is Cameron Swear. I'm one half of this podcast, and my name is Jenna Berglund. Um, I realize I'm the other half. Uh, <laughs> if you didn't catch on to that, but um, I realize that we don't do that. Cameron has mentioned a few times, but we don't do it a lot where we introduce our voices. So I honestly wonder how many people who like don't know us personally actually can pick out who's who. Figure or, it out. Yeah. yeah figured out a little bit Um, it just feels like so repetitive to do it every time but also I understand like you kind of you kind of need to a little bit sometimes Mm -hmm. so we just did that um this is a conversational podcast we talk a little bit about everything we have guests on and um this conversation this week happens to be like Cameron already said about dating culture uh before we start that though (laughs) you guys we're drinking coffee um it's the morning I always feel like so accomplished when we actually do it in the morning drink coffee and do it in the morning um we do drink coffee a lot of time but I feel like a lot of time we um kind of fall down on that a little bit because it is it is hard to get um together in the morning sometimes so anyway a few weeks back it'll be like two weeks ago now I posted on our stories a cute little story of or actually more of like a cringy little story of me making cringe it was not it was really cute okay good (laughs) anyway of me making cold brew raining guys through my steps of how I do it and then this morning I served it up. I gave it to Cameron. I'm like, you have to drink this so we can drink, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it tastes really good. It's really yeah. smooth. Yeah, which I really? Feel like you were t- yeah, I actually yeah. think it's really smooth. That's good. That's yeah, awesome. it's really good. I'm and glad. it's not like, it doesn't have like any like, it doesn't have like a bitter edge to it. That's it's good. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm pretty much enjoying it. It's just, yeah, like I said, cold brew. And then I put oat milk in it and just put it over ice. We're drinking it through our cute little gold straws, having a grand old time. Okay, something I just want to address is, because I know we did this a couple weeks ago, is the Juicy Pulls episode. Mm-hmm. I'm a little shook at how well it's performing. Yeah. It's like surpassing past episodes, like get past guest episodes. And okay, I'm actually going to pull it up right now. I think we're almost to 100 listens and that was when we were recording it. It was like a week ago. Yeah. And so, wow, you guys are liking that. We'd love to know if you'd like another one. Yeah. Because I've already been thinking of more. I've already been thinking of more yeah. too. And I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. Let's make a shared note because I've already started writing okay. the one. We'll make a shared note and do it. And then, okay. you know, every few months maybe we can pull out another Juicy Pull episode. Another Juicy Pull episode. Yeah, because that was good. That, that was, was good. People, good. That we had a lot of interaction um like via messenger on our instagram messages like we had a lot of interaction with that one like people got people got into it yes we love it you guys we love it when you interact with our content that we make for you we love hearing your feedback good bad in between whatever just random little comments you thought of here and there let us know Mm -hmm. every time that you're like oh my gosh i wish i could talk back to whatever the heck they're saying Pull up in your phone, find us on Instagram, find us on Facebook. Maybe you have our phone numbers. Tell us about it. We want to hear your comments. We want to hear what you're thinking. Um, don't think that just because we can talk and you're listening that we don't want to hear what you guys have to say. Oh, another thing. Wow, we have so many. It's so much like housekeeping today. Yeah. The other thing is you guys are coming in clutch. Wow, we have to give you a bit of a shout out. Yes. We definitely yelled at you. Um, we've yelled. got four new written reviews. And I am also shook on that too. That is 
phenomenal. Thank you so much. We, well, we told them we were going to hold. I re-listened to our ending. What did we say? We said we were going <laughs> to hold their next episode hostage if they didn't give us any written oh. reviews. Oh, that's hilarious. Anyway, so yeah, you guys really came in clutch. We have four new written reviews. We have a few new, like, the star. Because you can yeah. do written reviews, and then you can just, like, put in, like, five stars. Which, yeah. if you're going to leave a review, you guys, you don't have to do if you want to i'm not saying to not but you don't have to necessarily write you can just like tap the five stars yeah, and it'll just send it away and it'll still help it'll us. just yeah it'll just up our ratings yeah um okay so here we'll read we'll read a couple of these for you guys okay this one 12 out of 10 witty and smart they'll greet with a virtual warm hug and a cup of coffee make you feel like a best friend with their personal life updates then challenge you with their intellect they're funny and wise beyond their years worth the listen we love it and then there's there's a couple this one's just funny the title is the lamborghini of podcasts and then we will share a few more with you guys mm-hmm. either next episode or, or at the end of this episode so stay yeah, tuned who knows? for that we'll, see. we'll share them we'll show them, we'll the share them here and there yeah here and there so, so make sure you're keeping up yeah so then if you write one you will be you will see it we'll post it somewhere somewhere at some point in time mm-hmm. who knows it's, yeah. a, it's a mystery to all Okay, now we need to go into life updates because I feel like we haven't given a good life update in a little while. Maybe it's only been a week. I don't know. But I don't know. We never know. <laughs> um, okay, Jenna, Jenna has some serious life updates. I do have some serious life updates. And I guess by the time this airs, that's so scary. Like, everyone will be knowing. Yeah. I don't know. Do I want everyone to know this, though? I don't know. Do you? Do I? Or do you want to wait? I don't know. I kind of... Part of me wants the world to know. And then... And so maybe I should just tell my podcast Podcast just fan. tell the podcast fam. They don't know who actually listens. Oh yeah. So I tell a lot of things to the podcast fam that I don't really like share with the world. Like yes. outside, you guys. This might be um, news to you guys, but I'm a pretty. I'm kind of like a private person outside of like the podcast fam. Like I don't share a lot on Facebook. I don't like overshare a lot on in, on mm-hmm. my like personal Instagram. Yeah. But like the podcast, I'm just like. I don't Everyone know knows. if it's because I don't, I can't see exactly who listens or know exactly who listens. So in my mind, I kind of picture like. Carrie, your mom, <laughs> you know, I kind of picture That's your mom, hilarious. my mom, and my sister's listening, and then everyone else, I'm just like, oh, I don't know, so <laughs> it doesn't matter, and so I just overshare everything, but, like, in real life, you guys, I'm kind of, like, private-ish. Anyway, so that being said, I will tell you guys this. Wow, this is, like... I think this is good because we're giving, so intense. We're giving them, like, extra good content on I here. am giving because extra I good told, content. Because I, I told you guys about my puppy, and I haven't put that on anything else yet. On anything else yet, yeah. yeah. And I have more updates on that, so I'll tell... I'll tell my updates after your updates. Okay, so my updates, you guys. Oh, this is so nerve-wracking. Um, I am moving out of Sioux Falls. Um, I am finally leaving my job at the Buckle after three and a half years, uh, which is so weird to say. I realized I was there for three and a half years, and I'm like, where did my life go? Um, I mean, it was a great experience. Loved it there. Nothing else to say about them. But um, I kind of had this moment where I was like, I feel like I've just kind of been treading water, standing still for the past three and a half years. Um, obviously, some great things have happened in that time. Made some great relationships. I've started up the podcast. We've started up the podcast. All that kind of stuff. But I was like, I just need. I kind of felt that like angsty feeling. Like I need a change. I need, need something, something to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and this other opportunity kind of fell in my lap. So I'm moving out of Sioux Falls. I'm moving to Huron. Which I'm a li- I kind of am a little anxious to tell people because everyone's like you're moving backwards, and I'm like no, not really. I'm I think I kind of need to try out small town life on my own because I do love small town life. I love small town community, all that kind of stuff. And not that Huron is like super small or anything, but I felt like it was a good step to just kind of like 
try out something different. Mm -hmm. So you kind of wear, I felt, at peace and at home and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Anyway, and this other job opportunity just kind of fell into my lap. Um, I think it's going to be really great. Try something new and um, just see where it goes. So, yep, I'm going to be moving at the end of May. Yep, going to be moving at the end of May. Um, starting up you my got new a cute, job. You've got a cute little home. Yeah, I got a cute little home. It's like a piece of junk, but it's like the cutest piece of... It's like, it's you know what I'm cute. saying, though? It, it is, is cute, cute, but it, it is like... It's, it's like 50 years... 50... It was, it was made in like the 60s, so it's like over 50 years old now. Yeah. And so... Um, it's like 70 years old. Wow. In my head, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is really weird, but like in your head, do you have like a certain year that you're always in? Like the one year that's like growing up? Yeah. Yep. What, what year is yours? 2012. Mine's 2008. Yep. So, or 2010. 2008 or 2010. Yeah. So I'm always like, oh yeah, 10 years ago, I'm like, was 2000. Like, I kind of yes, think that. I'm like, oh I yeah, too. 10 years ago was you 2000. You guys will have to let us know if you have that same thing. That same year that just kind of like, oh yeah, it's this year. I don't know year. what it was. I know 2008 was when Obama came to office, but like I was young. That wasn't a huge thing for me. Right. Um. So in 2008, I would have been like 10. Yeah. And then, so 10 and 12. So 10 and 12 must have been really big years that just stuck with me. I, I think it's know. kind of whenever like your your memories start like actually forming like core memories type of thing. Because like everything before that, I don't know about you, but like my childhood is like just kind of like, it's kind of a blur of years, you know? But when you actually start making like yeah. concrete memories. Yeah. And like your life actually kind of starts, I feel like that's kind of when your life starts like forming in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting to think about. Any Hoosers, it's old, it's a piece of crap, but it's like the cutest piece of crap you ever did see. Obviously, yeah. once I get it all set up, and they're going to let me cute. paint. Did I tell you that? Nuh-uh. They're going to let me paint with approved colors. So I'm going to paint, and then I kind of want to do one of those accent wall arches mm. in like a different color. Have you seen people do that? I it's very I mean, mid-century modern. I'll have to post a picture of it to the gram. Let's make a note. Okay. Um, On it. Cameron's like, oh, there's so much happening. Okay, there we sounds go. good. I'm drinking my coffee, writing a note. It's fine. Um. Anyway, so it's going to be really good. I'm excited. Um. I'm going to, don't worry, pod is still going to be happening, you guys. I already have it in my budget to come back at least, you know, w- once or twice every month, record the stuff, do the thing. And who knows? Um, I mean, I can maybe come see you sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> maybe. Here hey, but it's kind of like a switch of, because like, I always come see you. So it, right. it's kind of your turn. Yeah, it is kind of my <laughs> turn. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, it'll be good. Um, if you know, do you have more than one bedroom? Yeah. I so don't remember actually, you showed me the pictures and I thought there was. Yeah. One. So it's okay. kind of like a weird setup because you walk in the front door and then right to the right is like the living room area and there's this cute little like nook in the back. Aww. So it's like um, it's like this huge like floor to ceiling bookshelves built into the wall. It's the oh. cutest thing in the whole entire world. Are you and, gonna put books in there? Uh, yeah. Have you stuck Um, anyway, and then I don't have that great of a book collection, but whatever books I do have, you bet your bottom dollar they're going in there. You um, should, you should start collecting. Anyway, and then, why well, am I like my coffee t- That's another story. So, <laughs> and then you go to the right and right to, I mean, and then you go to the left and then right to the left, you walk into the kitchen and then you actually have to walk back through the kitchen to get to the like main bedroom and then the ensuite. So anyone who ever comes there and needs to use the bathroom is going to have to walk through the kitchen, walk through my bedroom to get to the, oh, to the only bathroom. interesting. So it's a little it's bit interesting, fine, but I it's mean, fine. Yeah. yeah. It'll give me incentive to actually keep my room clean because you guys know I'm just terrible at that. Um, or maybe you don't know, but you do know I'm terrible at it. Um, and then, um, 
trying to make it face at me because I just sent you a text message. Oh, is that okay? Okay, I was yeah. wondering. I thought you were about to be like move on to something else, but I'm like, you didn't no. even make a face at me. Oh or anything. no, she, you guys, it was so funny. She just added a flag and like threw <laughs> her hands up at me. No, I was sharing the shared note about the things we. Oh, okay, the things we need to post. Okay, that's yeah, good. I was just doing my notes. I didn't forget. Okay, great news. So, um, and then you have, and then when you walk in the door, you can walk around one corner of the wall that the wall that like separates the living room from the kitchen. You walk around one corner and you go downstairs into the basement which the basement is unfinished so it's gonna have all like my christmas decorations oh, and yeah, storage totally. and i'm gonna do all my laundry and stuff down there and then you walk around the other corner of the wall and you can go upstairs oh, and the yeah. upstairs is where there's this like the second bedroom but it's like all this like there's these hu- two huge windows and this little closet and i'm gonna set up like my little art studio in there oh. and it's gonna be perfect well if i ever come then we can probably podcast up there yeah it'd probably be cool yeah it would be okay. really cool and you it's so have, cute i don't know if you're gonna have your little coffee table set up in your main area but you can have like a table set up yeah with that's all my our plan. podcast stuff all the time that's my plan okay. yep okay that is my plan 100%. well maybe i can come there 50 percent of the time yeah and then you come here yeah we'll figure it out we'll figure it out and it'll be good yeah and you guys will still be there along for the ride and now you know because i think i'm gonna tell the rest of the world like when it's like already said and done and i'm gonna be like my new home location here on south dakota i love it nova and i'm just gonna be like blow the world up it's like indie blue yeah indie blue the internet with your move yeah except not being pregnant yeah (laughs) all of my like 102 people who ever interact with my instagram post it's gonna be good yeah it'll be fine it'll be good okay your life updates your puppy was born oh yes my puppy have i i'm sorry i didn't tell them that yet right no here no have i showed you i showed you the pictures Mm -hmm. right yes so my puppy was born there's nine of them okay guys here's where it gets interesting there because so brady and i want a like gold and white one and there was two gold and white ones one cream one and six black slash black and white ones. So, we're, they said we're like second or third pick, but I keep getting in my head. I'm like, well, what if like they want to keep one and then we're actually third pick? So that puts us at fourth. So then that means that we don't get a golden white or a cream one. We would get a black mm. and white one. So I'm getting a little nervous about that, but there's a really cute black one. It has like a white strip down his face and Aww. like his whole tongue. So he's like literally half white, half black. He's yeah. not that much black. Good combination. But Brady just really wanted a golden one, which I get. I do too, because it's a golden doodle. So we will see. We get to actually go meet them and pick, like, we get to pick which one's ours on May 9th. So, yeah, coming soon. Very excited. And then our top four picks so the golden one, the cream one, and then the black and white one that's our fourth pick they're all boys. So Aww. we're for sure going to be getting a boy. That's good. So we know, we know the name for sure. Should I tell them the name? Do it. Okay. So we're going to be naming our puppy Oslo. And I love it. I know. I'm so excited. And it has a little bit of meaning to us because when we studied abroad, we flew into Oslo, Norway. We actually stayed in Bergen, like, the whole time. But Bergen isn't as cool of a name as Oslo. So, um, and then Brady's family, like, we actually stayed with some of his family in Norway. So he's, like, very much Norwegian. And so it's just, yeah, Oslo from Oslo, Norway. Um, and then we actually get it May 28th. And then we are graduating from... Uh, college on May 8th and May 9th so Brady's ceremony is on the 8th mine is on the 9th because of COVID and mine's in the morning so in the morning I graduate and then in the evening we pick out our puppy oh my yeah so lots of big things lots of big things and when are you moving here um we are we actually just moved our our move-in date so it was supposed to be the 19th and now it's I think it's the 14th so it went from like a Wednesday to a Friday I'm like pulling up the calendar yeah, so it was the 19th, and now it's the 14th, because I asked her if we could move in earlier. Because, um, okay, so Brady starts his new job on the 17th, 
And I was like, oh, that's like not gonna work. That's just like, ugh. So I was like, can we move in on like the 10th? And But the um, old tenants are still gonna be in and everything. So the soonest we can move in is the 14th. So we're moving into our new place the 14th. That gives us two weeks to get everything settled because I literally want everything put away before we get a dog. Like, yeah, that's obviously. That's gonna be another thing. Um, yeah, so that gives us two weeks to get everything done. Um, yeah, and then I don't, I mean, I've just been interviewing. I had a second interview with a job, so... Yeah, stay tuned. Maybe our next podcast or in a couple podcasts, I'll give you guys a life update of if I have a job yet. So yeah, yeah. But Brady has one, so he can support us. It's fine. He's in our puppy. He can support us. I've already been thinking. I'm like, if worse, Callie told me that I can't get dependent on it. But if worse comes to worse, I'm going to every time that I come here to do podcast stuff. I already have this plan. I'm gonna give plasma, and then my plasma money can be my gas money for the pod. Oh, mm-hmm. why, why did Kelly tell you you can't get dependent on it? the plasma thing on the plasma thing? She said it, she's like, it's okay to do it here. Like, you know, here and there. Yeah. But she said you can't get dependent on it because if you're dependent on that as like an income, then someday it's going to happen where like you're too sick or like your iron's low or something uh. for some reason you can't give. And then if you're dependent on that, like you'll just be stuck. Yeah. That's she's true. like, you can't get dependent on it, but that's if you want to do it here and there for a little extra cash, she's like, I'll allow it. I'll allow but it. She, she's really wary of it because she's like pretty much stepping into that office. You're just like opening up yourself for the risk of infection. And I'm just like, Oh, that's great. Stepping into that office. <clears throat> yeah, to, get, pl- to donate plasma. To donate donate plasma. Yeah. How? You you literally sign a thousand waivers, Cameron. Well, I know you do, but the risk of infection. Well, pretty much. Well, she's like she told so you know that bruise that you got on your arm from donating. She's like yeah. that. Could, she's like I didn't tell Cameron because I don't want to scare her. But she's like that could have been like twenty times worse. Oh, there's like a certain medical term for whatever happened to you. And she's like, it's usually a lot worse than what Cameron, like than how Cameron Interesting. had it. And then she also said, she's like that thing that like, whatever stick it, like the metal, not the metal, the needle, Oh yeah, the needle, whatever she's like, she's like, you were pretty much opening up yourself for like the risk of like getting hepatitis, something, something or other. Ah! And like all this stuff. And she's like, she's like, she's like, you literally signed a thousand waivers because it, all this stuff could happen and blah, 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 blah. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I understand all the risks and stuff, but there's so many people who do it. I've and never people, heard of anyone having like long term. Yeah. And no one having like issues. And, um, and also, um, the people who do it and she's like, and I don't know who trains them. She's like, the, when you go and you give blood, like those are people are trained by the Red Cross and all stuff. And who are these people even trained by? <laughs> I don't even know who these people are trained by. They're literally like, just trained by other people there at yeah, the center. Yeah, they they actually do need better training on the whole sticking thing. Yeah. Oh, I had like the best lady though. While I I haven't donated in like a month. Oh, I'm proud of you. Yeah, thank you. My scar is getting better. Um, I had the best lady. I think she literally must be like the manager because she's yeah. like always like bossing people around and stuff. Little spiky hair, um, like sixty year old, no, probably like fifty year old lady comes over. Anyway, she did my stick and I didn't feel it. Ooh. I'm not joking. And usually they're like, "Do you want a countdown or do you just want me to do it?" Like they ask all these questions, they do all these things. She literally just came over and she just did it. Like she didn't ask any of the questions they're supposed to ask, but it was so good. I'm like, can I literally have her every single every time? Every single time. Yeah. I almost wish that you could like request people, but um. So my. What was I about to say? I was about to say something. You keep staring at your arms, so... I know, I keep staring at my arms, because I'm looking to see if I can still see my little spot, and I can't. Oh, Um, here's the other question that we need to put on the next juicy poll, is do you shave your arms? I actually want to know how many women do that. Oh, yeah. Because I've been shaving... Did I tell you I started shaving? No, you started shaving your arms? Yeah, okay. That's wild. Hopefully you don't see my boobies. (laughs) Okay. Okay. 
Yeah. Like, there's it's just really little oh, wow, right now. Oh, yeah. I think I probably need to do it again. But it's a lot better because they were really hairy. Yeah, they were really hairy. But you had, like, blonde hair, so it wasn't a big deal. You no. Know, I just like to do it. And the thing is, I don't do it every time or, like, when it starts growing br- back, like, prickly. I just, I literally do it maybe, like, once every two weeks. Well, and I just run just to over kinda, spots. Like, because mine's it, blonde. Yeah, just kind of, like, keep it under control. But the reason I started doing it is because I feel more feminine. Yeah. That's why I like it. Like, I felt like I had, like, I was just, like, so hairy. And I was, like, now I feel like I have, like, women women arms women womanly arms womanly arms um okay last thing and then we can move on with our lives here um no i already forgot i was gonna say something and i forgot so um any other housekeeping any other updates and maybe Uh, i'll remember it later on and i'll just no i don't think so i'm graduating getting a puppy jenna's moving summer is here almost here it's getting here it's getting i'm very excited all right well With that, we're just going to dive into some dating culture. I'm probably going to get heated. I'm probably going to interrupt Cameron a thousand times. You guys know the drill. All right, stay tuned. Before we jump into today's episode and the topic of dating culture, I want to pop in and give a warning for our younger audience. We know we do have some younger listeners out there, so we just wanted to give a warning and a word of caution that not all topics that we talk about on today's episode may be age-appropriate. So if you are of that younger audience, just use your discretion. Maybe ask a parent to pre-listen to it and um, see what they have to say about listening to this full episode. And with that, we will go ahead and just jump in. So we're back. And we're talking dating culture. And I guess I kind of have probably have a little bit more to say because I'm out here in the thick of it. And you guys, let's just, let me just put it this way. There is um, a reason that I'm still single. And I think a big part of the reason that I'm still single is the saturated dating culture in today's day and age. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I have a lot to say on it and I don't really know where to start. But let's start with talking about sugar daddies. Let's start talking about sugar daddy. Can we just please do that for a quick second? For a second. Okay, we just gotta talk about this. So everybody, every single woman, probably age 15 to like 45, has probably gotten like a DM. Honestly, probably like 60, because these are scams. Has gotten a DM that's like, I want... I've only ever gotten two. No. I've only ever gotten two. I get them like every other week. It's like, I want a sweet baby. It's like, I want a sweet baby to spoil. I'll pay you $500 a month for all this stuff. Anyways, you, you guys... This is where it gets good, right? So my brother got, what did he get? He got like something very similar. It was like, I think something with like sugar daddies or whatever. And it's like pretty much then they ask for your name and I don't know what it was. They like ask for your name and stuff because they're going to like write you a check. Oh my gosh. It's so uncomfy. so he told them, so he told them his name was Ligma Balls. Stop it. Ligma Balls. You're not I can't. I can't like with your boss. brother. I can't. We're gonna have to put like an ex and like an e on this episode now. He told him that was his name, and so then they make this like they send over like a check, so it's like an e check or whatever. But it's totally fake. Like you can tell, it's like right. totally a, a scam, totally fake, and it literally says two ligma ball first day ligma last day balls. And he's Dying. We're kids who listen to this. Not kids, and, but young high schoolers. Um, and this is my youngest brother, so he's like still in high school. 
and my dad like he was sitting here like talking about how that he was doing this and my dad was like literally having a heart attack he's like you cannot do that like that this is so like inappropriate yeah and he's like you're like messing with like a scam artist he's like you're gonna like they're gonna get your information my mom's like he's fine (laughs) (laughs) it was so funny and it was it was pretty much like a sugar daddy thing but you guys those are scams but actual sugar daddies there's this blogger that i follow or Instagrammer, and she puts up, like, these questions, and she has, like, a ton of followers that, like, they, like, tell her things because she doesn't know them, mm-hmm. and she was, like, asking about if they have sugar daddies, and a lot of people have them, apparently, and it's not even, like, you have to do anything, like, No, they literally, thing. yeah, they literally, I know, because I have a few friends who have dabbled in the, sh- in the sugar baby life, actually, yeah. um, surprisingly enough, and they're, like, they're, like, very, it's, it's, like, a big misconception, I guess, that, like, a lot of sugar daddies or whatever it's so uncomfy to talk about and it's weird that's even like a normal thing to talk not necessarily a normal thing but whatever um that they actually want like a lot of them don't even want sexual favors they're like just talk to me for like one hour a day like literally just like texting back and forth just keep me company talk to me and i want to give you money and spoil you like we don't ever have to meet we don't ever have to meet face to face you don't ever have to do anything like so you don't even have to flirt with me i just want like texting companionship like friendship and i want to give you a lot of money so weird um also i've heard that like you just have to go out to eat with them or like even go on like business trips with them mm-hmm. so it appears like they have like this young like right. pretty girlfriend but like you still don't have to do anything with them yeah but i mean then at the then there are blogger, there are some the extremes same, yeah the same but... one was like if you want to make a lot of money though you definitely have to do things yeah and then someone else was like the girl that was posting this was like is it illegal? Like, I'm not sure. And then she did her research and she's like, yeah, it definitely is illegal <laughs> to have a sugar yeah. daddy. So, well, it depends. So how a lot of people get around it around like, cause it is illegal to do quote unquote, like, you know, the deed, the deed yeah. for money. But how a lot of people get around it is they don't actually give you like hand out cash is they'll buy you the things that you want. Right. So that's where it like actually comes like like the actual like right. logistics of it, quote unquote, yeah. is like, oh, I want, you know, a, a like a Louis Vuitton. And then, yeah. you know, he'll buy you Louis Vuitton. Or yeah. I want a pair of like whatever shoes and he'll buy you the pair of shoes. So weird. Or I, so it's a lot of like exchanging of goods mm-hmm. instead of actual yeah. hardcore cash which is how a lot of people get around the legalities yeah. of it another girl was saying i was like really invested in this story it was like really it's long. interesting another it's very disturbing like, but very interesting disturbing. another girl was like i got a macbook airpods mm-hmm. a purse um like was saying like all these different things that she got over her time of doing it and i was mm-hmm. like that is insane another girl also said that it's lots of men it's between like 30 and 45 which is crazy i thought it was a lot older that was a lot it must have been just what and there's websites see i'm telling you i learned so much there's like these websites that you find them on yeah that's so scary it freaks mm-hmm. me out the world that we're living in today and the world that we're like that yeah. like young women are growing up in yeah they're like you gotta go to the website to get the real ones the other ones are just scam artists who try to get into your bank account and then she said that one girl like did did do the thing through the scam artist or whatever and he took a thousand dollars out of her bank account so never never respond to the ones in your nope not the dms no nope, never not do that it. and also please actually don't go try to find one yeah, on a ever. website either no, that is I'm not just what saying. we're saying we just think it's interesting and weird fascinating and just how did it talk about it for a second oh weird fascinating very interesting okay but um so dating culture um i'm in it you guys and i'm not having a good time <laughs> straight up not having a good time um okay so a lot of people so how we kind of got off on it 
last time was Cameron's like, I don't really, because the Juicy Polls question was, have you ever cheated on anyone? And I was like, no. And I'm like, I guess I've never really had the opportunity to cheat on mm. anyone. Cameron's like, it's weird to me to think that you've been single all this time because she hears about my, you know, various flavors of the week or whatever. And it's true because when, like, when I think about myself, I feel like I think about myself as I have a lot of misses, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. where it's like almost was, could have been, but it wasn't type mm-hmm. of thing. And, um, I think one of the biggest things is as a single woman out here, it's really hard to navigate the dating world because there's guys who are straight up. You just know that they're here to mess with you and, um, mess with your emotions, trying to just get one thing, get in your pants. And it's very clear to see that from the beginning. There are some guys that are really easy to pick out as those guys, but I think even stranger and harder and to navigate is the guys who they appear nice and they appear you know they're like oh yeah you know I go to church I'm a Christian which just even sucks even more is that you're like like, oh yeah you're a Christian you're a good guy you go to church whatever and then you um you know entertain the thought or you're like yes let's you know go out to eat hang out with friends whatever blah, blah blah and you kind of go down this road and then you get into it a month or whatever. It's called the talking stage. Mm -hmm. There's literally, there's, there's literally stages and there's literal slang to accompany today's dating culture that it just, it just makes me sick when I sit back and think about it or even talk about it or speak about it out loud, which I think is a good thing to talk about it out loud because you realize just how ridiculous it is, (laughs) is we're in the talking stage. It's we're not loyal to each other yet and we're not actually anything but we're seeing if we maybe we could and we're actually pretty much doing all the steps of dating without actually dating so we can still talk to other people and we're not tied down in any right, way we're not putting like a label on it right we're not yeah. putting a label on it and so we're still we can snapchatting still... like 10 other girls or 10 other right. guys exactly which i will get to that because ugh, so frustrating um anyway so it's you think these guys are good and then it turns out you know a month into the talking stage they're sort of like oh wait you're not going to have sex with me. And then they don't outright say it, but they'll start distancing themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's so... Another or, thing, oh, you didn't invite me inside after our first date. Right. I mean, honestly. I mean, that literally happened That literally happened to me. And I think it's really frustrating because you put your time and effort into this. You hope that it's going to be for the best. You even... Some of these guys, like I said, like you meet them at church or they you go to the same... You find out you go to the same church. You're like, oh yeah, surely you're a good guy. Mm-hmm. And then... It just turns out that it's a, they're literally the same as the guy who was upfront about being a jerk in the beginning. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, okay, so how do you even navigate that? And it's honestly, it's pretty discouraging because um, it is, it's really discouraging because it's hard for it to not, um, it's hard to not let it influence the, your mindset about yourself and your self-worth and your self-confidence and all that stuff. Um as hard as you like try for it to not to, mm-hmm. it really is hard because, you know, you want to believe, oh yeah, they want to get to know me. They want to have like a real relationship. They want to this, this, that, and the other. But the second that I make it known because, you know, I'll go ahead and tell you guys, I am waiting until marriage to have sex and um, just going to come out and say it. A lot of guys are just after sex. Mm-hmm. They really are when it comes down to it. Or they're like, yeah, I want a relationship, but you're waiting till sex. Heck no. I'm not going to not have sex with my girlfriend you before we get married. married. You said you're waiting till sex. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, you're waiting. You're waiting to have sex until marriage. Right, right, right. Yeah. I I'm not that. having that in a relationship, yeah. whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the other thing is that they'll say that they respect it and it's fine out, like out 
uh-huh. you know, yeah, yeah. when it comes out and stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's totally fine. Like, I respect that. That's great. You know, that's so cool. Not many girls do that, blah, blah, blah. But then when it comes down to it, and you're like, but nope, actually, that's it. You're cut off. They're yeah. like, oh. And they're, like, almost confused or they, they seem almost confused or surprised that you're actually, like, going through and sticking by your boundaries that you set when you like that you first set when like when you told them when you told them yeah and then they'll just distance and drop off the face of the earth and you're like cool like that would have been really nice to know before I put in the last like month or two months were were, like work and so honestly like recently I have and a lot of people I've had a lot of people in my life which is actually really frustrating and it kind of hurts my heart a little bit but some of my closest friends have been like that's dumb you shouldn't wait for sex till marriage like straight up tell me that my beliefs and my and and my standards and my morals and stuff are just off and wrong and like haven't they told you too that like you're not gonna find a guy if you yeah Yeah. honestly and they're like they're like they're like no like pretty much they've told me they're like like, you're not gonna find a guy with that and um and how are you how do you even know if you want to be with someone for you know the rest of your life if you don't even know how good the sex is like that's just the fact okay okay wait i have i've got i've got to touch on that so there's definitely gonna be ian on an e on this episode yep (laughs) um okay that is one of the things that makes me so mad people are always like you gotta test drive the car before you buy it that literally is yep, what people it's say. It's literally saying, which, how objectifying. Yeah. Let us talk about feminism in today's day and age, you guys. How objectifying. That is the most objectifying yes. thing you can ever say. Yeah, and it makes me so mad because those of you out there who've had sex or those of you who had, like, a husband, and so it's, like, taking or a long partner or whatever, you realize that you figure things out and you learn things as you go. It's, like, people have said this before. People have told me this before I got married, and I, like, it is so true. It's, like, it gets better with time. Mm-hmm. So it's, like... Yeah, you might, okay, so say you're sleeping around and you, like, sleep with somebody and, um, you're like, eh, not great, and then you sleep with someone else and you're like, oh, yeah, that was, like, super good. Everybody likes different things and Mm -hmm. everybody wants different, like, different ways, but if you're not, if you're not having that communication, if you're not growing with that person, if you don't, um, actually, like, love them and then you're there to actually, like, make things good for them, I'm trying to say this in, like, the best way. Make things enjoyable Enjoyable for them. Yeah, well, then you're not maybe going to have the best sex of your life. But if you're actually I think actually that's more of a reflection on the relationship yeah. than it is oh, on Oh, yeah. If you're actually, sex. if you're actually, like, lo- if you actually love each other, it's like, well, this person might like something, but this person might like something else. It's like, well, you're actually going to do what makes the other person feel good because you love them. And so it yeah. has nothing to do with, oh, if the sex was good or the sex was bad. It's like, well, the first time you have sex, it could be bad. But then once you both learn and, like, figure things out, two years from now, it could be the best sex of your life. So that is, like, such, I hate when people say that because right. everyone likes something different. Everyone's into different things like you know what I mean right (sighs) makes me so mad and Um, super objectifying like you said super objectifying but it's it's just it's hard to actually like explain to people how difficult it is or even like I'm like might even get emotional start crying but like even like my sisters and my mom like just how difficult it is because I've literally been in a position where I'll be standing with like I was standing with, like, four of, like, my, who I would consider, like, some of my closer friends, like, not closest friends, but closer friends, and every single one of them was coming at me and telling me that I shouldn't wait till marriage, I should just get it out of the way, like, see what it's like, just so I know what I like, what I don't like, they're like, obviously don't go sleeping around, but, like, setting up that, you know, 
thing at like the beginning of a relationship that guys aren't going to be getting and you're not going to have guys that stick around too long it scares them off this that the other like how do how will you know it's such a big part of a relationship you shouldn't marry someone before you have sex and just like literally shutting me down and telling me that every single thing that I thought and believed was wrong in the in that area especially after like literally you have peer pressure from guys who you are attracted to and you have feelings for and that's difficult enough to deal with when the time comes but also you have those voices of like friends who you think highly of and you and you know we have a lot of the same you know thoughts about a lot of things and I you know love them as people and stuff too but then you have those outside voices coming in too to speak into it it's just it's very difficult and um and it's really hard. And so honestly, at the beginning of with, I don't know if you guys remember a few, a lot of episodes back months ago with Hinge Boy, literally date one, I'm like, by the way, I'm not having sex till marriage. And everyone's like, you should not have led with that. You should not have started with that. I'm like, no, I am going to start with it because I am not going to waste another, mm-hmm. I told you guys I was going to get heated. I'm not going to waste another three to four months of my life just for him to figure this out down the line when we get a little bit more serious and then for him to drop off the face of the earth. Yeah. So I literally told him, I'm like, by the way, haven't had sex yet, not having sex till marriage. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. And then guess what? A week later, he stopped talking to me. You guys, it might have not had anything to do with that, but it might have also. Yeah. And it takes a lot. And a lot of people and a few people were like, you shouldn't have led with that. That scared him off. That was really strong. And like, if he can't deal with it, like, get out. Yeah. I'm not into it. Yeah. I'm right. sorry. The Because the right guy, he's going to hear that. And he's going to be like, that's incredible. That's amazing. That's the kind of godly woman that I want to be with. Exactly. Anyway, so that's really difficult too because you hear, I literally have heard so many times, you scare boys off. You're a lot, you're intense. You're, you know, um, your personality is really strong and you're intimidating and whatever. And it's so frustrating because at, it it feels at the end of the day, it's a game. It honest, like dating culture, these in like these days, it is 100% a game because you can't be too much of yourself, but you have to be enough of yourself that you're different from all the other girls. And you have to be unique and you have to be witting and you have to be charming and you have to care a little bit, but you can't care too much. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be things. have to be good at flirting. And what emojis do you use? Oh, you can't use that emoji. It sends the wrong idea. Oh, you have to use the smiling emoji, but don't use a smirking emoji too much because then you seem too easy. And it's just like, there's literally so many different levels and so many f- different facets to this game when we're literally all just people like... And, like, the thing is, is that, like, I know I'm playing the game. He knows I'm playing the game. I know that he's playing the game. I know that the 10 other girls Mm -hmm. in his DMs are playing the exact same game. And it's all just, like, who can be the better player? Right. Yeah. Who can be the point guard? Yeah. And, like, in the end, it's just, like, everyone just wants a companion for life. Right. So what are we doing complicating it? So why are we making this so complicated? Why are we making it so complicated? Why are we, like, jumping through you know leaps and bounds and hoops and hoops on fire for someone to just this is not a circus right someone to just notice us and validate us and it's it's just so toxic and it's so hard and even guys who you know have because I have good guy friends I have good guy friends and I have you know great relationships with them but it's hard to see I'm just like even even just just them going and trying to find girls and whatever and I'm just like it like you do not have to put on this front do you not have to put on this like the right girl will come along Mm -hmm. and that's the other thing is it's like women allow guys to treat them like garbage Mm -hmm. they do it time and time again and so it's frustrating because it's like when 
it comes to this thing where it's like there are so many options out there with which is a big reason why I stopped with the online dating because I just I I have very mixed feelings about it now after being in it for a little bit um because it really sets up this um mindset um whether it's consciously subconsciously is you'll always have options this one doesn't work out mm, don't worry don't put that much effort into it there's always that other mm-hmm. girl that you never you know that you could respond to and you know it's this constant thing of um you have options Anyway, it just creates this mindset of you have options, so you don't actually have to be committed to anyone. You don't actually have to put in the work of anyone. And then it also sucks, too, because when you do find a girl that you actually, I feel like when guys actually find a girl they have to work a little bit hard for, it's, I don't want to work that hard, and why would I work hard to get the good girl when this easy girl is right here? Mm -hmm. And that might sound crude, and that might just be blunt and to the point, but that's what it is, Mm -hmm. is I... I do have a certain standard and I do have certain morals and why put up with that and put in the work to get to know me and, and put in the work to date me and, um, whatever, when there's these other easy girls that are going to, that it's going to take literally a fourth of the work Mm -hmm. to get what they actually Mm -hmm. want. Yeah. And so it's really hard to navigate in that regard. And honestly, uh, I, I don't even know. And then that's the other thing is my mom. You know, I talk to my mom about literally everything. She's like, well, go find a nice guy at church. And I'm like, I can't even trust the guys at church. I literally, I can't actually. Thank you. Thank you for it though. And you wish, and that so sucks because I'm like, that is my brother in Christ. I should be able to trust that he has good and noble intentions. And you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. And it's re- and it's really frustrating and it's really heartbreaking too because I feel like over the past few months, I've kind of have um gotten to this point where I just I feel very um like what's the point of even trying anymore yeah (laughs) honestly yeah and that and that sucks but it is it's very um discouraging it's very disheartening and but it's hard to be out here yeah and sometimes when you're not looking is when you find it and I know everybody says that but it's literally so true um and the other thing I wanted to say is I don't know why people have this idea that like the dating game and the dating culture and like I don't know, like, it being easier, like, going to bars and, like, picking up girls or hooking up and all stuff. I don't know why people think that's fun and, like, doing that every yeah. single weekend. I literally don't understand it, but I think that they they don't know what it's like to actually be in a committed relationship right. and to actually have somebody that you're 100% comfortable right. around and, act, like, completely have that. I don't think right. they know what that's like to feel the comfort of knowing that that, that person's going to go cheat with you or that person's right. like, talking to someone else. And so then they think it's fun because they don't know. Right. Um... Because that's, Brady and I were kind of, like, talking about this a little bit. And, like, he was just, we were both saying, like, how nice it is that you can let, like, like, uh, we don't really feel like doing anything tonight. We're just going to, like, lay on the couch and, like, yeah. eat pizza and, like, watch a movie. Or, um, like, to us, it's, like, oh, it's so much fun. It's not so much fun. But it's, like, so nice just to have the day off and be able to, like, clean the house together. Like, we're such, like, mm-hmm. we joke that we're such an old married couple or, like, oh, we're, like, in our 70s. Like, we'll joke about that. But honestly, it's like so much fun to have that. It is so nice and it's so mm-hmm. relaxing and it's just a, it's such, a, it's like a peace, mm-hmm. like such a peaceful feeling to just know that you're like completely each other as you're not cheating on each other. You're not talking to anybody else. You're not going out to the bars, right. picking up people. And it's like, I feel like people that are in it don't understand. Like they, right. they're so caught up in this um whirlwind or this tornado of destruction that you like you just can't like see outside you of can't it see outside of yeah, it, yeah because it's like I because in my mind I think oh it's like it's the guys like the guys just want what you said like what is easier they want this or they want that but it's, it's the like, girls too it is the girls too and also 
how much easier is it than a marriage? Like, you literally can have sex as much as you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to go out there and you don't have to make it, you don't have to work hard and make complicated. It's like, it's so much easier to just have someone that you're committed to. And like you said, it's the girls too. It goes both ways, but I just feel like people don't well, understand. And also, you mentioned that thing about cheating too. And I think that cheating is so, so cheating stems from insecurity. I don't care if you have a different opinion, that's literally it. Cheating stems from insecurity. You're insecure in a relationship, you're insecure with your partner, you're insecure about yourself. You think, whatever. It stems from insecurity one way or another. And I think a huge thing, especially in. Stop sorry, shifting. I'm sorry, I had to move my leg. Sorry, guys. It's fine. Um, I think one of the biggest reasons for cheating in today's day and age with today's culture and climate is the fact that when, especially anyone who is my age, who has been in the dating game for a while, whatever, or you just know, you just know, is when you are first talking, when you are first starting to talk to a guy or guys, when you're first starting to talk to a girl, you generally, nine times out of ten, you guys, which is why I have such a hard time relating to other people who are single my age, which I will get to in a second. But nine times out of ten, you are talking to a handful or two handfuls or I don't even know, freaking 20 people. I don't even know how many people some people have. I'm just like, how do you keep track of all of them? Yeah. Like, literally. How do you remember this person's name to that person's literally. name? Literally. Um, when you're first talking to someone, you have... I'm not joking, guys. A roster. I have used this term a few times. You have a roster full of other people that you are also talking to. And people are even like, it's a psychological trick you can play on yourself. You can't care too much about that one person because you'll get into your own head. So you need to have a few other guys that you're talking to. Oh my so you Lord. can't get too into your head about this one guy. And I'm just like, what? Like, and, it is like, and it is like a common common what? practice oh that you gosh. need to have a handful of other guys that you are talking to so the one that you actually care about you can't care about too much and mess it up oh my word it is a li- like literally i have had that conversation with numerous people and i'm just like huh like it does not make sense to me and so i think that you are literally talking to like five ten other people while you're talking to the one that you are actually genuinely interested in up until you're like okay you are my girlfriend you are my boyfriend you have that conversation six months after you actually start talking and actually start dating and at that point you cut off everyone in your roster but here's the deal you go into it with that mindset that through pretty much the first six months of your unlabeled relationship you were talking to other people and he was talking to other people Mm -hmm. and so now you're coming together and you're like well, did he actually cut off those girls? Is he actually still talking to other girls? Mm-hmm. And you have all or these... Or they're, like, still his friends. Or they're still, still his friends, right. Day. And he still snaps them every day. And they have streaks. And what? Which Snapchat is a whole other monster that and I'm streaks, not even going to get yeah, into. I so weird. hate Snapchat. But literally, it's like... So you go into that relationship and you have all these insecurities and you have all these doubts and you have all of these, like, other people essentially in the relationship with you because they were in the relationship for the first six months before you guys were, quote-unquote, official. Mm-hmm. What is that? It is yeah. so toxic. It is so stupid. And it is the reason that people cheat because A, you have the mindset of there's other options mm-hmm. and there's an endless amount of options. And B, you were never loyal from the beginning to this person. Mm-hmm. So when it, you all of a sudden have to be loyal to this person, it feels weird. It feels uncomfortable. You're not used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much social media has just like ruined like the dating game. It's yeah, ruined. It has it's like hundred percent. It's not like old fashioned and classy anymore. No, it's not. And the thing that really sucks too is that I've I said this. I am a respectable person. If I'm talking to someone, I'm so, I don't I'm not talking to five other people. It doesn't make me. It doesn't make me. You know whatever like desperate mm-hmm. or clingy or whatever. I'm just like 
I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Like, that's dumb. And it's mm-hmm. a waste of my energy, honestly. Yeah. I'm like, I don't have the energy right. to talk to a handful of other yeah. people. That's another reason why I got off of Hinge. I'm just like, I can't. Get, like, it is, it, not, is it is not for me. somebody all day, every day is a lot of work. It's a unless, lot of work. Unless you, like, really love them and you're really into the relationship and right. you, like, want to. But right. exactly. just, like, stringing them along, texting someone every all day, right. every day is hard. Or, like, it's hard enough for me to text some of my friends sometimes. Right. You know no, I mean? that's exactly true. And, like, it, even on Snapchat, I'm like, okay, cool. Snapping, if I'm snapping someone, like, in in the pursuit of a relationship. If mm-hmm. I'm snapping someone in the pursuit of a relationship, it's that one person. Mm-hmm. It is that one person. And I, I just, I don't understand how because even like I said my friends who are single and they're like yeah we're single we can like we're gonna go out on the town like we're single we can relate to each other no we can't because they see all these guys that they know they see all these guys that they know they like I said there is something to be said and it shouldn't be a thing but it is a thing whether you no matter how secure you are in yourself no matter how secure you are secure you are in your relationship with the Lord there is something to be said for having the male gaze in your life and receiving that validation on the regular Mm mm-hmm there is something about it. And a lot, most, you know what, I'm just going to say it, all of my single friends, except for maybe one or two. All of my single friends, except maybe one or two that I have specifically in my mind, um, they have that l- roster of guys that they Snapchat, that swipe up on their stories, that like their pictures on Instagram, that they see out and they, you know, oh, how have you been? Hug, kiss on the cheek, whatever. And bada bing, bada boom. And I'm just like, Having that constant stream of male attention and male validation, I think really, and then when they do get into those relationships, it's hard to cut off that constant stream of male validation because if you're having a fight with whoever you're in a relationship with, if you're having right. a fight with your boyfriend and you're or whatever, yeah. and you're used to having that constant stream of validation, what are you going to go turn to? Mm-hmm. You're going to post that you know mirror selfie to look good or whatever, mm-hmm. or you're going to go out with your friends on the town and whatever because you're used to having that constant stream of, no, you're pretty, you're beautiful, you're validated mm-hmm. from all these other male influences and from all these other male gazes, and you're used to having it. And so when you ha- don't have it for a second mm-hmm. in that relation, when you're in that relationship with your current boyfriend when you guys are in in a tiff or even if he's out of town and can't talk to you for a while or something like that you're so used to having it that it almost becomes an addiction that like that mm-hmm. serotonin hit mm-hmm. it becomes an addiction and so when you don't have it anymore you start it's really hard to not go and look for it mm-hmm. i've seen it happen with my friends who are in relationships they get in a fight and they're like oh who who can I who can I kind of play with a little bit on the side where it's mm-hmm. not technically cheating yeah. but it can still you know kind of give me a little a little confidence boost can kind of give me a little bit of validation while me and so and so are fighting or mm-hmm. while so and so is out of town or whatever and it just it's this constant toxic stream mm-hmm. it's a constant toxic loop and. I don't know, you guys. I could probably go on about <laughs> dating culture for, like, literally hours, but... I, I think you should also know... You should be comfortable enough in yourself, and you should know who you are enough as a human being to be able to be alone with yourself for, like, months. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when I say be alone with yourself, I don't mean, like, sit at home alone. I just no. mean, like, not be in a relationship or not, not talk to relationship. any guys. Like, you should be able to be with yourself and not be talking to somebody. Yeah. And not constantly have to be texting or Snapchatting or whatever. Like, yeah. And it's, like... 
yeah, I know I've been married for three years and we dated like two years before that. But before that, yeah, <laughs> I didn't talk to anybody. Yeah. He was like my first boyfriend and I knew right. what it was like to be me. And I know that that was high school and everything, but like still right. high schoolers have like snaps, have snap streaks and they're talking to everybody. And it's literally the dating game in um, out here in your early 20s is very much the same as it is and now it, in high school. It's now yeah. in high school, because yeah. Because it's like you're talking to all these different guys from other towns and yeah, totally very, very similar. But I was also like, right. You have to be right confident. It's in like who being you are. single isn't even single. It isn't mm-hmm. even used for the reasons it's supposed to anymore. No. It's to flirt with guys and mess around with all these different guys mm-hmm. and like be unglued from you know that one particular person so you can play the field and all this stuff. It's like no, being single should be you're getting to know yourself. You're okay with like you said, you're okay with being alone for a long period of time and all this stuff. And being single isn't even being single anymore. Mm-mm. It's not. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Literally, if someone like if I meet someone new and they're like, oh yeah, I'm single. I'm like, okay. How many but people like, are in your DMs? Right, exactly. I'm like, what are those five guys you still continuously talk to? Yeah. Because everyone has them. Yeah. Literally. Everyone has them. And that's why it's it's so hard, too, and I wanted to get on here for anyone else who might be in my boat mm-hmm. listening or who can be or impacted people, by this. Or even, even, like, telling people who never had this so they actually understand what the dating world what is What the like. dating world is like. It sucks. Because I, I, like, have not experienced what you have experienced. It's honestly, and it's, it's, like, at the end of the day, like, I... I'm not getting emotional. I but I do. I get do like I get like emotional and I have like a lot of like honestly slight minor meltdowns, breakdowns. Um uh, like, you know, talking to Cameron yeah. or talking to, you know, Callie or talking to my sister Serena or talking to my mom and like I'll start crying and I'm like Half of it, I'm like, most of it isn't even like, oh, I'm so lonely, I need a man. I'm like, most of it comes from frustration and heartbreak of how impossible it seems like, to find someone. Or the society we live in. Like or the how society broken we live in. everybody is. How broken everyone and is. And how they're yeah. all like searching for this validation where they're not going to find it. Yeah, That's exactly. True too. Because another thing is, is like you might be searching for this validation in the guy, but really like you're... Your end, you think that your end goal is that you want like this relationship or this happy marriage and like to grow a family and all that stuff. But if you're searching for validation in a man, you're never going to find it because he is going to fail you. Yeah. The validation you're searching from is like validation from the Lord. Like that is literally it. You know what I mean? Like that is the end game is finding validation in that. It's like, so, so many people out there are so broken and they're looking for looking for something they're never something going to, find. to complete them yeah they're looking for that that piece and it's not a man it's not money no. it's not 20 men it's not 20 it's men. not in a sugar daddy it's not in a sugar daddy it's not your sugar daddy oh. <laughs> so i don't know if anyone else is out in the world listening to this you happen to stumble upon it i pray to the lord it finds who it needs to find because it is hard and it's heartbreaking and it's hard not to lose faith and um if you have, you know, certain ideals or certain morals or certain frustrations or whatever it happens to be, whatever in this podcast has resonated with you and you're struggling with it and you want someone to talk to you, you guys, like, my DMs are open. Mm-hmm. Or, you can slide into Janice. You can slide into the Coffee and a Combo DMs and I just won't touch them. Yeah, literally. She'll text me and she'll be like, someone sent you a DM and I'll be like, oh my gosh, so exciting. <laughs> yeah, we do that. <laughs> Sometimes Jenna will open a DM that was to me and then I find it two days later. I'm like, cool. So yeah, I'm really bad at She's good at telling me when I have DMs, I'm bad at telling her when I have yeah. DMs. She's like, did you see so-and-so? I'm like, oh yeah, I meant to tell you. But um, if there's anything that slides in about dating culture, I'll let Jenna talk. Yeah, because it is, you guys, it's a completely different world out here than I think it was even like five years ago, mm-hmm. to be completely honest. Um, It's hard. It's difficult. 
Um, the media is destroying the media is destroying everything. it and we all want a certain something and so we're just grasping at straws and um, it's not healthy it's not mm-hmm. good it's not getting anyone to any good place and then that's it's the thing for your even health. even people who end up in a good healthy relationship they have to go through sometimes years of muddled confusion and hurt and heartbreak and back and forth mm-hmm. until they finally work through their crap and figure it out mm-hmm. um, just because of the culture that we're in right. so yeah um, or like you're in a you've been married for three years, but yet, like, things are still coming up with the guy you talked, the tw- one guy you talked to, or another guy you slept with, or this guy, like, there's so many things that are going to keep resonating right. or coming to the surface. Yeah, and so. just, yeah. Anyway, so, um, all that being said, thanks for listening, you guys. Like I said, reach out to me in my DMs. Oh, I was also going to say, um, if you're listening to this, and you're not like Jenna, but you're the type of person who's in the middle of it, and you have 20 guys in your DMs and all this stuff, but you're like, yeah, like, you're right, like, this is not not good for me like you can get out of it like yeah it's healing you can get through it it's not it doesn't define you just because yeah. you've slept with a handful of people or you've done yeah. a lot of things that you regret like that doesn't define who you are right like that is your past oh no like, absolutely you can not. overcome it yeah um, I just want it because I was just started thinking about it I was like you've been talking about your perspective but, like I'm sure there's people who, yeah oh 100 they didn't realize and they have been doing this and they're like, and that's are the so thing. unhappy in it's it. a slippery it's a slippery slope where you get into the mix where you don't even realize you're into the mix so yeah you yeah. guys know like shame or judgment not on at all. anyone yeah. At all, ever. That is never my intention. It is just my experience, what I've been mm-hmm. through, and um, yeah, n- no, no, no shame or judgment on anyone who might be on the other side of it or have a different perspective or different mm-hmm. thoughts on it. Even yeah, you can also you slide guys. into our DMs. Yeah, you can also Any slide into our DMs can and be slide like, into um, our DMs. "Excuse me, you're so wrong about all of this. Let me know. Let, Let me know. hear it, you guys. <laughs> Let us know. Um, we always want to hear from you. Good, bad, dirty, in between, whatever. Um, so with that being said. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope yeah. it was enlightening. You know, it, it literally, like we said, hopefully it was enlightening if you didn't know anything about this topic or it was something that you needed to hear if you are in the middle of it and you are with Jenna and you're struggling, you know, so. Oh. Yeah. Um, with that being said, we'll be back here again next week for another episode <laughs> of Coffee and Combo Podcast. Um, follow oh. us on. Oh, yeah. What? Uh, I, okay. I didn't know you were going to say that. Okay. Yeah, follow us. Follow us on Coffee and Combo Podcast on Instagram. We have a Facebook page, too. Um, I'm still working on being better about Twitter, so uh, uh, cool. not that um, yet. Also, oh, yeah, we said at the beginning, uh, we talked about the reviews. You know what? It's been long enough. We're not going to share another review, but if you want to, go write us a review. Um, you have to write it on uh, Apple Podcasts. You can't do it on Spotify yeah. for some reason. Or just scroll if you're on Apple. Literally how you do it, because my mom has asked me how you do it. You literally <laughs> go into our podcast, scroll down through all the episodes down to, to the, the bottom, bottom bottom of the page, and it's right there that you can write yes. or even click the little five stars. Five stars. You don't even yep. have to write. Just click the little five stars. It'll help us out greatly. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, and with that, we hope you guys have a great rest of your week, rest of your day, wherever you happen to be Drink lots to of this. coffee for you college kids. Make it through finals. Yep. finals. We're almost We done. believe in you. Yep. Praying we, for you. We love you all. Love you all. And peace out.